What's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth, uplifting and positive news that will be believing yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. Michelle, before we get started, can you please tell the people what they can do to help spread this positivity? Please like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. A five-star rating with a comment will help us out so much and help us to continue to spread positive news throughout the world. We also have a Patreon where you can get an extra positive news episode and have the opportunity to help in our community drives. Check us out on Facebook at The Positive Truth to view these news stories and more. JP, what's up? We have six positive news stories. It's July 1st. It's a good day. Turn it up. What do you got, Tim Tim? Man, I am ready. This positive news story I have here was shared on social media. This is actually how I saw it throughout my Facebook. But there was uh, this little girl and her mother ran straight into this uh, convenience store, had to go to the restroom. The little girl did immediately. Mm -hmm. And uh, when she was trying to go to the restroom, didn't hesitate, just ran in there because the little girl had to pee. The clerk said, hey, the restroom's only for paying customers. You can't use the restroom until you buy something. Mm -hmm. She didn't have her, the mom didn't have her wallet on her. But then overhearing were two college football players, these students from Georgia University, they're like, hey, I'll buy the little girl a cookie so she can use the restroom. She goes inside, uses the restroom, of course. Girl comes out of the restroom, and the two football players are still there eating, minding their own business, not thinking anything of it. But the mom asks, say, hey, can I please take a picture of you with my daughter? I thought what you guys did was so amazing. She took a picture of it, posted it on social media, and gave a summary of the story because she feels like the world needs more people like this. Mm -hmm. They didn't do anything wrong. They didn't do anything to slow their day down. They just did something to help somebody else, and that's what she thinks more people need to see. When she posted this on Facebook, the reason why I'm sharing it, it got over 100,000 shares, man. Whoa. Wild. A lot of people saw this positivity, and I just thought, man, this is one of those cool ways you can use your social media for positivity. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about that in the past, and there's a lot of negativity throughout social media these days, but instead of flooding it with negativity and sharing the negative stuff, when something good in your day happens, take a picture, share it, let the world see. I agree. On top of that, social media for a lot of people can just be a, a comparison to others. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That doesn't really help your mind state, makes you feel more lonely, feels like you're not doing anything even though they're just posting the best of themselves. Mm -hmm. So if we all were like, let's just share positivity on social media, there'll be less of that, less anxiety, less loneliness. A lot more smiling. That too, Tim. Nice. <laughs> what do you got for us, Michelle? So one of my stories is actually about two entrepreneurs um, one by the name of Peter and the other one by the name of Paige. They're from Uganda. They have been working to upcycle plastic and turn into personal protective equipment for hospitals in Uganda. Um, they work together at a pr plastic processing facility. So usually they'll make um, just regular plastic bottles, but whenever um, the pandemic started to happen, they began to make PPE equipment and they posted images of what they had made for like a prototype and sent it to like one of their regional hospitals just to say like hey we are making these if you need some let us know that hospital actually responded right away and let them know that they needed a lot so those two gentlemen actually hope to build upon what they've done already and start an operation um, just to be able to continue to make PPE equipment um, while COVID's going on that's wow like how important you how you how important must you feel when something like that happens? Like yo, I'm actually doing something that's making a difference. Woo, that's inspiring. Man, yes. how old were they? 
they're they doesn't say in the article but the picture that they showed of them they look like they're in their 30s 40s i can't really judge <laughs> <laughs> i don't like to guess i hear that i hear that i was just yeah we me and tim have nothing to say because we were just like oh oh so sorry not back you up on that one that was just an awesome positive news story nah, i loved it man i didn't know what ppe uh, equipment was i'm glad we talked about that before uh we uh, got on live. It's a uh, physician protective equipment. No, if it's anybody... personal protective. Oh man! <laughs> I had to Google it See, because uh, when you said up. it, let, I was like, "Yeah, let that me makes defend, sense." Let me defend him. Let me defend him. Thank you, man. I need some help. Because I'm the one that put the physical in his head. Because PPE, when you're working out, is physical preparedness exercises. So that is not on Tim. That's on me. Nah, it's on me. It's okay. We all Words. learned today. <laughs> yeah, we did. Take that, world. Yeah. <laughs> What do you got for us, JP? So I have a rule. Anytime an NBA player does something awesome in public, because tons of them do awesome things not in public, I got to talk about it on here. Kevin Love donated $500,000 to the foundation of UCLA's psychology department to help with, you know, stress, depression, social anxiety. He came out publicly two or three years ago. They had a panic attack mid-game. And there's a lot of NBA players since going to come out, DeMar DeRozan, like, I'm depressed even though I have money, there's a lot of pressures on me. This isn't, this isn't the easiest way to like live. And it all started with DeRozan and Kevin Love. I think it's really important that like, even successful people have social anxiety, can have panic attacks, and anxiety and depression. So shout out to Kevin Love for donating, being a positive influence in that direction. Absolutely. Dude, yeah, using his platform to, like, not only bring awareness to, like, mental health, but also, like, let people know that, hey, like, this happens to me, too, you know, you're not alone. Yeah. That's super awesome. Absolutely. Ooh, sabes. I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> Before we get to our last three positive news stories, we need to pause and do audio meditation. It's where all three of us talk about one thing we're grateful for each, because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. I encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? I'm grateful for cuddling with Layla. Um, I got a great cuddle session in this morning. Good. She got hurt, of course, but afterwards we cuddled for a good hour, hour and a half, and it was nice, man. So I'm definitely grateful for those because I work a lot, so I don't get very much cuddle sessions with my daughter. So, yeah. <laughs> what do you have, Michelle? I am grateful for my mom. My mom has been so nice to me this past week. I've been having, I, I work three days in a row from like, I won't get home until like 10.30 and she'll bring me lunch to work and it's so nice because it's like a hot plate. I just love my mom. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Nothing beats like a hot plate at exactly. work, Exactly. Nothing. She delivers yeah, and think, everything. I don't think I ever got a hot plate at work. And you know, I wouldn't even have time. No way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would have. My mom lives a long ways away from where I work at. I oh, On top sense. of that, whenever she was asleep a little early, and I'm still at work, and it's kind of a little too busy for me to stop and oh, do yeah. anything. Nah, she, we're not that far from where. I think it's, on, it's like 12 minute drive from where I live. Not that far. That's awesome though. Yeah. What was in this hot meal? Well, the best meal I had this week was uh, fried fish. Mm. She made some good fried fish with potatoes. I thought you were going to say Manu, though. No, they bought that. Ah, oh, too shit. <laughs> no. And it was all right. I don't... Uh, <laughs> wow. 
me and Tim were hungry people. We <laughs> no, I'm hungry right now talking about oh, it. Oh man, true story. JP, what are you grateful for, bro? <laughs> Come on. So this is gonna sound weird, but I'm grateful for the things we don't appreciate. So I discovered these two YouTube channel channels. And I've been watching them while I listen to podcasts when I eat. Mm-hmm. Either that or I listen to an audiobook. You're talented. It's not hard to watch something while you're listening to a podcast while you're eating. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but so what they are is somebody puts an HD camera on a car and they drive around cities around the world. And so you can see all these cities you've never been to. Oh. I. Th- and so there's one, and so there's another one where they're walking. And it's like HD, so you can see these cities. And so I've been like, I've been everywhere these past months. <laughs> I've been to Toronto. Oh, dang. I've been to Seoul. I've been to Johannesburg. But it's awesome, like, because the different cultures and everything. And then if you're in the car, you don't know what's coming around the corner. And, like, I was watching Toronto last night. And, like, you turn around, there's the skyline. And it's different than seeing it on TV because it's like you're in a car and you're going towards it. Right. You're like, this is awesome. If I was in Toronto, I'd be like, this is incredible. But then it hits me, like, when I go to Dallas, I don't even think anything of it. So it's like, sometimes you just overlook how just awesome things are around you. Mm-hmm. Like, Dubai, or the Delhi, New Delhi, it's just like, people are just like, how the driving is different, all the streets are different, everything's crammed, like in Israel. It's just, it's incredible to see the world. But you don't really appreciate it the place you're living at, if that makes any sense. Yes, I've said Oklahoma City is trash like so many times, so <laughs> I'm guilty of it. I definitely feel like uh, being stuck inside definitely made me get on YouTube a little bit more and start tra- looking, traveling, wow, <laughs> sitting there traveling, you know what I mean? Sitting there looking at other cities. I've definitely done that at work. I've done that, you know, in other places. And it actually is really awesome. It's one of those things where it's like you can get caught up doing it for a couple hours if you're not careful. Yeah, like they should put in like barbershops where it's just like, an hour of people driving through a different city. Uh, expand so your horizon, man. I'm all about it. So yeah, that's what I'm grateful for. That's nice. Um, my next positive news story is a little bit weird. It's more of a shout out. There's a video game that came out I've never played. I'm not really a video game person anymore. It's called The Last of Us Part Two, and it's the most successful video game, accessible video game ever. Not in like how you can buy the game, but just how it helps people that have different disabilities. If you're legally blind, you can change the contracts however you would like so you can see the game. There's some motor control, if you have motor control issues, you can change the controller to where like if you don't have a hand, you can adjust it with different kind of controllers. You can do almost anything. You can change the settings. There's 60 different accessibility settings that make the customization fine-tuned so everyone, doesn't matter your disability, can play the video game. I think that's awesome. I, Dude, I, that's so dope. That's so futuristic to me, like, to think that that's, like, made. I so, had no idea it was like that, though. Like, I've heard of the game, but so I So this no is, like, idea. people that, are like, really, really can't see anything. You uh-huh. can change it to where you can play the game. It's dope. I think that's amazing. Man, where are we at? We're in 2020 still? Yeah, this is a controller you can use. Wow. So no matter, they have... It doesn't matter what your disability is. Even if you didn't have hands, they have a way set up where you can play the game. Dude, that's awesome, man. The fact that they thought of everything, uh, that's awesome, man. Shout out. Man, what a positive news story. One of my favorite ones of the month of July. Take that, world. (laughs) What day is (laughs) it? What do you got, Tim? Man, my positive news story is a short one, but I thought it was really cool. So 
obviously the whole world is dealing with this pandemic. Everybody's doing what they can to stay inside. But these Russo brothers did something that I thought was super creative. They created a low-budget trailer off of a movie they saw on Netflix. And oh, hold on, time out. The Russo brothers are movie directors, so you need to bring out that they were kids. <laughs> <laughs> the Russo, I apologize. The Russo brothers saw this trailer of these little kids that okay. made it. I apologize. So the Russo brothers, basically, they got online. They were like, yo, whoever these kids are, somebody find out who they are and let me know so I can send them to our set. That's exactly what they're going to do for the second movie because of their low-budget trailer. It is so awesome. I watched it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, these little kids are so creative. And they did this because they were stuck inside, had nothing to do, and they were like, you know what? We can do this, so let's try it. These three brothers, they put it together. I'm going to share it to the Facebook page at the Positive Tree Podcast if you guys want to see something to make you smile. Have you seen it, Michelle? I haven't. It's better than a lot of high-budget trailers, and I say that, like, not even exaggerating. It's really good. The kids are like... 13, right? I think younger. Dang. Like 16 to 11, 16 to yeah. 10. Yeah, they're, 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 their acting skills in it were on point, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kids, can, the youth are awesome. They can, it's, it's really impressive. You should check Dang. it out. Yeah. To me, whenever I saw this, the reason why I wanted to talk about it on here, because it's a good story for sure, but mm-hmm. I was like, man, these kids inspire me to want to go find a trailer that I like to go like do it with my nieces and nephews to you know recreate it and it'd be a good family time you know what i mean and it's just awesome the fact that these kids were able to do this and they're getting rewarded as well tim's like how can i find an excuse to put on my flash costume <laughs> <For> <laughs> <real>. <laughs> oh man so y'all know me too well edna. y'all know me too well. <laughs> i can convince edna to do this because it'll be a great family experience and we'll be learning skills my mindset was like man i can order more costumes <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wins. <laughs> Touche. Edna can take a nap. All the nieces and nephews and the daughter can hang out with each other. We get Power Rangers back in my life. <laughs> the whole, everyone. <laughs> the squad is ready. What do you have, Michelle? Uh, so my last story is actually about this company named Brightmark. They recycle plastics and they develop a natural gas from food and agricultural waste. They paired up with another company called Recycle Force. They recycle basic electronics. So now these two companies conjoined. The awesome thing they do is that they hire and train formerly incarcerated men and women that are trying to transition back into society. So they help them with getting a job at their facility. They help them with getting adjusted to like a working schedule, being able to uh, you know, get a place for themselves and just basically function back into society. And their mission is to help people that are coming out of prison with mental health as well. Drug addiction, drug addiction, housing, and overall employed. So it's super awesome. And another statistic since I wrote it down this time, only 23% of them who participate in the program have gone on to reoffend. So you can definitely tell rehabilitation does wonders. Mm. Say it Rather again, Michelle. Incarceration. That's all I gotta say. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Who would have known? What a thunt. If we were better editors, we'd have all kind of explosions celebrating right now. <laughs> if we could pay for this, if we had the money to afford to pay for that stuff, yeah. Facts. Let me do the sounds in the back. <laughs> <laughs> this is like this is like the sound on the phone. The boo, 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 boo. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, when did we get funny, guys? When when did this happen? I don't know, but when did we get a quote from Tim? Ooh! <laughs> it is never too late to be who you might have been. Quotes by Tim. We, we're out. Stay positive. <laughs>